Today is Friday, January 12th. The title for our devotional is The New Peter. Today we're continuing on with the life of Peter and contrasting the person we see in the Gospels with the person we see in this first epistle 30 years later. So let's continue on through the events of Peter's life. After denying him three times, Jesus reinstated him to be an apostle. Remember yesterday we ended with him denying Jesus three times. Now we move to his reinstatement. In Mark 16, the angel tells the women who first came to the empty tomb to, quote, go tell his disciples and Peter. <laughs> he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him as he told you. The angel specifically emphasizes to go tell Peter because Peter had just denied him and for all he knew, Jesus was furious with him and wanted nothing to do with him. In John's account of Peter's denial, he mentions that there was a charcoal fire in the courtyard where Peter denies Jesus three times. When Jesus later meets him in the, on the beach after the resurrection, he's cooking fish on a, you guessed it, charcoal fire. These are the only two occurrences of a charcoal fire in the New Testament. Jesus likely does this to remind Peter of the scene of his betrayal. Instead of rubbing it in his face and heaping on the guilt and shame, in their ensuing conversation, Jesus three times asked Peter if he loves him, three times to counter the three denials. Peter says he does, and each time Jesus tells him to feed his sheep, thus reinstating him to his ministry. So this event, clearly, uh, Peter took the grace of the Lord Jesus to heart, as he is here caring for the sheep by writing a letter to the dispersed believers throughout Asia Minor, while he himself is in Rome, pastoring a church, likely. Next, we come to the book of Acts, where Peter preaches a sermon at Pentecost in which 3,000 people come to believe in Jesus. You can read about this in Acts chapter 2. This reveals that even early in Acts, Peter is living in his new identity in Jesus as the rock on which Jesus promises to build his church. A few chapters later, Peter also boldly declared the gospel to the Sanhedrin, where he was on trial. In Acts chapter 4, we read about this. In John 21, after reinstating Peter to ministry, Jesus ends this conversation with Peter by saying, Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. When you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. John indicates Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, Follow me. Church history tells us that Peter was martyred in Rome during the reign of Nero in about A.D. 64, and he suffered many trials in the process. Okay, so this is a different guy from the guy who denied Jesus three times for fear of being persecuted along with him. Now he's willing to suffer and even die for the gospel. Next, in Acts chapter 8, Peter experiences an outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the Samaritans who received Jesus by faith. Uh, in Acts 10 through 11, Peter has a dream and is followed by an experience with a Roman centurion in his household that confirmed the gospels for the Gentiles and to be received by faith. Uh, in Acts chapter 15, Peter, Peter speaks out at the Jerusalem council that had been gathered to determine the extent to which new converts to Christianity had to follow the law of Moses. Uh, says, quote, After much discussion, Peter got up and addressed them. Brothers, you know that some time ago God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from my lips the message of the gospel and believe. He's recounting this story from Acts chapter 10. God, who knows the heart, showed that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. Now then, why do you try to test God by putting on the necks of Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? No, 
We believe it is through the grace of our Lord Jesus that we are saved just as they are. End quote. That's Acts 15, 7 through 11. These three sections of Acts taken together reveal Peter's utter trust in the gospel for his salvation apart from the law. He still seemed to struggle with some peer pressure as he didn't eat with the Gentiles when a group of Jews who were known as the circumcision party came to Antioch in Galatians 2, 11 through 14. But Paul rebuked him and he seemed to accept it as there wasn't any rift between them. This trust in the gospel apart from the law will be evident throughout this letter as well. He has put his hope fully in the gospel of Jesus. So these last two days, we've gone through some key events in the life of Peter to see his transformation in Christ throughout his life. Truly extraordinary that the man who we meet in the opening pages of the gospel is the man who writes this letter. He has not just been changed, he has been totally transformed, created new in Jesus. The gospel of Christ has become everything to him. Now, this transformation that we see in Peter is available to all of us who are in Christ. He wouldn't write this letter and say the things that he does if it weren't. He had experienced it, this transformation from this fisherman whom Jesus just chose and called to Peter, the rock on which he built his church. Reflection time today. How have you experienced this similar transformation in Christ? In what ways is Christ currently transforming you and making you new as well?